Welcome back to Her Campus and American University's podcast, Miss Education, where we talk about anything and everything we find passion in affecting college students and in the world. We're so excited for you to be joining us today. It's our first podcast back of the spring 2021 semester, and we're super excited. Um, today on the mic, we have myself, Allie. And Lysa. Very nice. This is her first podcast, so everybody yes. gets super pumped and excited. We're really happy to have her. And nervous. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we're going to be good today. Um, we're going to be talking about um, the Netflix show Bridgerton, which literally I feel like everybody has heard of before because it is so popular now. Um, for those of you who don't know, the show is a Regency romance based on the Julia Quinn novels. Um, it's a book series that was initially made up of eight books following the love lives of the eight Bridgerton children. And their names actually go in alphabetical order from oldest to youngest. So that's really funny. Um, <laughs> this, um, this season, the Netflix one, was based on Daphne and Simon, who we all instantly fell in love with, obviously. Um, obviously. Yes. A little disclaimer. Um, I have not read the books before, Lysa. Me neither. Okay. So um, I haven't read them before and I feel really bad because everybody at her campus, well, the majority of the girls at her campus have said that they've read it and I feel so bad that I haven't. And now here we are talking about the show, but <laughs> specifically focusing on the show. Um, but hopefully at some point I will be able to read the books because I really want to. Um so yeah, the show was produced by uh, Shonda Rhimes and the Shondaland Production Company, and it was written by Chris Van Dersen. Um, Rhimes produced so many successful shows. I feel like she's so popular. She actually helped produce one of um, my favorite shows of all time, The Mindy Calling Show, um, or The Mindy Project by Mindy Calling. Um, but she's done Grey's Anatomy, How to Get Away with Murder, and Scandal. Um, so it's no surprise that Bridgerton was renewed for a season two on Netflix. So that's really exciting. Um, yes. And just a quick little uh, spoiler alert before we get started. Um, there will be spoilers throughout the podcast. <laughs> if you haven't seen the TV show, go watch it and then come back and listen to us yes. <laughs> because we don't want to ruin it for you. No. <laughs> um, so, Lisa, what did you think of the show? What were your initial thoughts on it? Um, so, initial thoughts. I loved it. I would want to say that I know that there's a few things that there it's kind of messed up, especially like in the storyline, uh, since it was a Regency uh, romance yeah, are, series. Yeah, from like the... Are you it was very modernized. Oh, oh yeah. And you can see like r straight off the bat with the music, like I heard some Ariana Grande, Billie Eilish. Yes. And I feel like it was a nice touch, like to make it like so modernized and also like the clothing I loved that in every episode everyone had like a different dress for every event and like all the families had like their own color mm -hmm. like the Bridgertons were mostly like with blues and the Featheringtons were like in the yellows the greens the orange did you notice that no I I hadn't even noticed that but now thinking about it that makes total sense I mean like I feel like I've always Daphne was always so elegant and so I yes. feel like that makes that makes total sense but the music I mean talking about that like I think the piece that I most remember is the wildest dreams when she's dancing when Daphne's dancing with Simon and it's like oh my god yeah yeah <laughs> it's really good and now I like listen to that when I'm doing homework <laughs> man yes so, same um but yeah it's it's really interesting to see the way like Shonda rhymes 
and the writers decided to take like a modernized approach to a Regency era romance, which I think is actually a really smart idea because it makes it more relatable to viewers mm-hmm. now. I feel like everybody can find like a way to relate to what's happening regardless of like the time period it's set in. Um, So I think that that was actually a really interesting choice that they decided to do that and a really smart one. Um, I really enjoyed the show personally. I thought that I literally sat down and watched the entire thing from from like start to finish. (laughs) I feel like that was necessary. (laughs) I feel like everybody has done that. And I honestly had, I heard about it. Um, from a few friends and I was like okay I'm not really into a ton of Regency romances um, but like pieces I know probably- yeah that's not my type of like show either yeah no. I, I just knew I had to like give it a try and it was so short that I was like why not yeah exactly and I feel like I wouldn't have been into it but it was just so good the way that they did everything in that show I feel like really captured um, the essence of the Bridgertons and like the way mm-hmm. that they had it set up. I don't know. I I hope I'm doing it justice by saying that I thought it was pretty accurate to the book. At least that's what I've heard people say. Um, but don't quote me on that. Because I don't want people. <laughs> I don't want people to be upset. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed it, and I feel like it was kind of an interesting twist to um gossip a gossip girl in a way yeah definitely like lady whistledown is essentially gossip girl and i was obsessed with the show gossip girl as everyone i watched it like three times yeah okay yeah bridgerton was a regency version of that and Mm -hmm. the pamphlets they had go yes is literally like the same thing um and i love that julie andrews was the voice of lady whistledown i thought that was a perfect that was a super nice touch (laughs) but um, something that i didn't like as much was that um, we knew who Lady Whistledown was at the end of season one. I would have like appreciated if we just like waited a little bit. Like I don't know. Like, do you think it was nice that they just told us that it was? I don't Penelope? know. I think I think it'll be interesting to see because I think that Lady Whistledown played a huge part in describing Daphne and Simon's romance in a way mm-hmm. and so I think that and the Bridgertons in general yes for sure and like, like the first paper was about them yeah and so I think that it was kind of important that she was exposed at the end because it'll mm-hmm. be you see with season two which from what okay. I'm understanding that it's going to be based Anthony's on love story yeah. so It'll be interesting to see if they use Lady Whistledown in a way because mm. we know who it is. Um, and I, th- I think they will and show like more of like Penelope's perspective as Lady Whistledown. Yes. Okay. So Penelope is um Pen- Penelope Penelope <laughs> is Lady Whistledown. Just so everybody knows. FYI. <laughs> Spoiler. Um, but I also think that I had an inclination that it was her. I I thought it was so obvious. Really? Did you? Why? Yeah, like, I feel like when Eloise was, like, talking to her, she always seemed like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay. And I just know that I was, like, I had, like, was like, hmm, is it this one? No, it can't be. Is it this one? No. Because then Eloise was like, oh, she had to be, like, invited to all of the parties, and she had to be here, she had to be there. And I was like, who who is it? Like, I don't and I just knew it was Penelope. Like, I just had, like, a strong feeling it was her. Mm-hmm. I feel like I was kind of in- convinced for a while that it was um, 
what was her name? Oh, I'm spacing on her name. She's the French seamstress that Eloise initially um, thinks it is. I'm blanking. But I initially thought it was her, but then it makes more sense now that it's Penelope Featherington in a way. And I feel like that's kind of, it's kind of interesting that she kind of exposed her family in a lot of- Genevieve, her- was it her name? Yeah. I think it was Genevieve. Okay, yeah. Genevieve yeah, but- was the exactly. French Um, But the, like, Penelope really took a stance with her family. Like, she exposed, mm-hmm. you know, Miss Thompson being pregnant because she's in love with Colin. And exactly. wanted him to, you know, be with her. But I think that it was, I think it was kind of threw me off the trail in a way. Because I was like, why would she expose her own family? But now looking back and like knowing who it is, I feel like it makes more sense. Do you yeah. Agree? And also if you, if she didn't expose her family, it would be like, hmm, they're not talking about this family. So maybe it's one of the people from that same family. I yeah. feel like she would have seen more six it would have been more expected of her. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Um, do you have a favorite character in Bridgerton? I, I think I do. I I feel like I relate to Eloise the most. Okay. Why do you feel like that? Because I also love Eloise. I think she's. Amazing. I just I just love her. Um, I am a feminist, and I love how she talks to. She always like wants to be educated, even though like her mom says like oh do this do that like prepare like next year will be like your turn and she's like I don't care like I do I really need to get married like Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if I'm like up for this lifestyle and I just love how um she's like unforget unforgivably I think is how you say like she's Mm -hmm. unforgivably herself yeah she doesn't care about the standards of how women uh, should act like She's just herself and period. Like she yeah. is such an icon for me. She really is. And I think that she is very important in the TV show in being a bold female character mm-hmm. and being so outspoken and being so honest and open. And I think that the way that they made her speak and come across is very was a very choice because they really did create a character who people relate to and people find mm-hmm. and she's so aware of like the situation oh, yeah. of men and, and women in this era yeah and it's so I think that it's so interesting that they made her so like I feel like at first she's kind of a minor character but then all of a sudden she kind of develops into a really major character in mm-hmm. the plot for Lady Whistledown and exactly and exposing who that is and then having her own experience with you know stepping out into society and I I'm really I really hope Eloise's season is amazing because I really want oh my god it better be (laughs) they better renew all eight they better make like all eight seasons or all eight books no (laughs) I'll read the book if they don't make the season soon enough because I'm just like I don't know man I can't wait I feel like I'm so invested now in their in their story and in the family I feel like I'm a part of the Bridgerton family you know (laughs) um I am I don't know about you but I know I am I think also with Bridgerton, um, it's really important to address its diverse casting. Um, Chris Benson is the writer, um, as I previously mentioned. And he said that it was important for the casting to be reflective of the worlds we live Mm -hmm. in. So Bridgerton is diverse in its casting. Chris Van Dusen, the writer, said it was really important for the casting to be reflective of the world we live in now. Do you think it was successful in doing that? 
I think it was. I was watching an interview um, of him and the writers because I really wanted to know what they, why they chose to make um, the choices they did with the casting and everything. And uh, they said that they wanted a person of color to be in every scene. And I think they did that really well. I think yes, they, they did. I allowed for a lot of diverse characters. I mean, Simon and not only Simon, but even with the queen. Queen Charlotte. Yeah, Queen like, Charlotte. The queen. Um, and I think that that, I don't, I don't quote me on this, but that was a historical choice too, because I know that one of the kings of England married, um, a person of color and that actually did change the dynamics a bit in that time period. But I think that some historians were arguing with that with Bridgerton. I don't know if that was an actual like historical choice or if that was just a reflective worldly choice. Um, but regardless of that, I think that the casting was amazing. I think that they did a really good job. I think that it was so important for it to be um, talk to talk about uh, racism. I mean, they mention it in the storyline and then to talk about sexism, um, and to talk about the pressure that women and men feel, um, in that, during that time period to get married and different sexualities. I mean, I think that it all is encompassed in this show. Um, yeah. What did you think, Laisa? Um, I totally agree with everything you said. I really appreciate, especially we get the diversity right off the bat in the first episode. I don't know if you remember when um, Queen Charlotte was like examining all the the women that were going to find their husband and this season. And there were people from all ethnicities. And I found that that was very admirable from Chris Van Dusen. I really appreciated that. And as you said, um, he wants to reflect the world that we live in now. And we live in a time where um, equality is very important uh, between uh, the races but here sexism is very prominent and I have a like couple of problems uh, with it. I would never imagine myself living in this era. Mm-hmm. So Me either. the topic <laughs> of sexism also like, I feel like the miseducation, no pun intended, um, mm-hmm. that these women uh, face when they're like off to get married because I feel like their mothers and probably even their fathers do not prepare them as yeah. much as they should. Because they they only see them as, okay, you have to get married to this man and then uh, produce heirs. But yeah. it, there's a lot of things that come with marriage. Of course, yeah. And I think that it's also, again, going back to what we were talking about earlier, the modern take of the show on mm-hmm. the world, you know, that is very real. And, and the pressure that these people felt during that time period is still prevalent today. It's still, you are expected to get married in a way. You are expected to have kids. And I feel mm-hmm. like the show d- does a really good job of exposing that truth and making it very apparent. And I mean, you talk about in Simon's case, he didn't want to be, a, a, he didn't want to have kids because he literally felt like he was going to be a bad father because of the way his father treated him. And I think that that is so interesting and so important to talk about. And is so uh, like something that we should be open about. And so for them to put that within this show was a really good choice. 
And even with Daphne and her experience with having sex for the first time, I mean, she obviously wasn't prepared for it. She had no idea what she was walking into. And so when they go through those scenes of her like pleasuring herself for the first time or her and Simon having sex for the first time, I think it's interesting um, because she talks to her mom about it and she's like, I was so unready for this. I was not prepared. It wasn't, I didn't know what I was getting myself into. So I think that the show is important in that way of talking about sexism, talking about sex, um, talking about racism, and having a diverse cast. So um, it's a lot of encompassing things. It's a lot to unpack there. And I think that that's why the show is so popular, is because so many people feel like it's relatable and feel like this. Yeah, there's just so much to talk about. There really is. So much to relate about. Um. But yeah, so on a lighter note, we're just going to kind of do a lighthearted game, um, as we always do. Uh, we're going to do this or that. And Lisa, I'm just going to have you answer these, and you can tell me what you think. Are you ready? Okay. <laughs> I'm ready. Um, would you rather be in Bridgerton or The Great? I don't know if you've ever heard of The Great. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard of The Great. I never finished it, but so I would oh, have to go by default really? with Bridgerton. Oh, I love it. The Great. Okay. So I just I, I get so I get bored quickly. That's yeah. why I like Bridgerton because it was like short. Mm-hmm. So I it was like harder for me to get bored. Yeah, but I'm gonna plug the great now though because I really love that show. It has Elfin. Don't it. make me watch. Oh, no, maybe I'll watch it now. It's so good. I, <laughs> I think I'm mostly just am obsessed with her and her. Like I think she's a great actress. So maybe that's just me. But yeah. Um, so you would rather be in Bridgerton? Yeah. Okay, I th- I don't know. I think I would probably I think I'm torn between the two. I'm going to say Bridgerton for the sake of this podcast <laughs> because that's what we're talking about, but I definitely love the great. Um okay, would you rather be in the Regency era or the 1920s? 1920s without a doubt. Really? Why? I don't I I don't imagine myself at all at the Regency era. Like really- I feel it can, uh, like I said before, I relate a lot with Eloise, so I feel like I would be like, so like, what am I doing here? Like, I don't fit in. I don't want to get married this quickly. I don't want my life to be planned out. I want to be who I am. I want to be independent. I want to choose my future. Yeah, <laughs> I feel that. Um, I feel like I would probably want to be in the Regency just because. Actually, okay, I take that back. <laughs> I would want to be in the Regency for the clothing. But I would definitely okay, okay. like political but movements. But the 1920s has great clothing too. Yeah. For political movements and the 19, like, um, conversations in the 1920s, yeah. I feel like I would probably – also, yeah, flappers are kind of amazing. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Flapper clothing. <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, 1920s, I guess, then. So we agree. Yeah. Okay, would you – they talk about promenading a lot. Uh, promenading the square, you know, in French. Promenade. Um, yeah. Taking a stroll. To take a stroll. Would you rather go promenading or running? Promenading because it sounds fancier. <laughs> and I'm not – I don't work out that much, so I know that I'll be – I have a fatigue or something if I go running. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, I'm going to pick running just because I love running. Oh, um, athletic girl. Yeah. I, I guess. getting my guess. <laughs> um okay who do you think was a better gossip lady whistledown or gossip girl okay better gossip than g- gossip girl like i don't know i feel like gossip girl was she always like took a step into being like kind of like mean in a way 
and twisting gossip so that it will look like worse for the person that it was about lady whistledown i believe it was more like accurate correct me if i'm wrong do you think that's true like i feel like lady whistledown always like told most of the truth and gossip girl was more like oh i'm gonna say this like exaggerated so that they yeah i think that gossip girl was definitely an exaggeration also i think that lady whistledown has more of an eloquent way of speaking um yes so i don't but i don't know i think gossip girl is like the original gossip but yeah. not really, because Lady Whistledown was before her. So I, really <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. Um. So I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Lady Whistledown. I think. Okay. Okay. Um. Okay. So that just about sums up our episode for this semester. Thank you so much for listening, and stay tuned for more episodes coming up. Um. Also, I'm just gonna quickly plug the BuzzFeed quizzes for Bridgerton that they have right now online are so good. So we're going to put those in um, there, the link to that in the comment section or in the summary section of this. Um, as usual, we'd like to thank our, my awesome, I'd like to thank my awesome co-host, Lisa. Thank you so thank much. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, our amazing editor, Isabel Thompson. Yes. Shout out Isabel. You're the best. <laughs> um, and for more Her Campus AU, follow us on Twitter, Instagram at Her Campus AU. AU to keep updated with Miss Education. Check out AU Her Campus articles on the Her Campus page under the American University tab. Yes, thank you guys. <laughs>